Welcome back to Full Metal RPG, bonus episode number 31. I'm your host, Brendan Carrion, and today we have a very, very special episode, Cultists. It's very difficult to overstate the importance of this episode. We are joined by none other than Chuck Tingle, author of such classics as Space Raptor Butt Invasion and nominated for no less than two Hugo Awards. So, uh, Dr. Tingle was very generous in allocating some time to sit down and spend with Full Metal RPG to talk about his role-playing game, The Tingleverse, which you may have heard about here on the show. Uh, Richie Buzzkill and I are big fans of Tingleverse. Uh, our good friend Jared's a big fan of Tingleverse. Um... And then I had been kind of toying with the idea of maybe reaching out, but I i don't know. I was feeling kind of like low on my self-confidence. And then Richie Buzzkill just called me out right in the air, and he's like, we should have him on. And you know what? That's the power of asking people is um, we reached out to uh, Dr. Chuck Tingle, and he was very, very generous and made the time to come on the show. So here it is without any further ado. It, this is one of my all-time top favorite interviews with one of my all-time top favorite people. Without any further ado, Chuck Tingle. Uh, Chuck, thank you so much for coming on to Full Metal RPG. I really appreciate you being here. I have to say, uh, I'm a big fan of oh, the Tingleverse. And, um, I think so. Uh, the, 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 your, is your internet a slow way? Is mine? Oh, no, we have disconnected. Have we disconnected? Mine should be okay. Or is, or, or Maybe it is me? my way. Yes, it was, at first it sounded like a dang robot. Dang, I will try again. Oh, hello. Am hello. I, have I returned? You have returned. I hope that this works now. Okay, great. Perfect. Then we'll just continue right on. All I did, uh, um, I've learned this from Sun John. I took a, took a computer and moved around the dang room. And it seems <laughs> like it worked out pretty dang good. Okay, excellent. Right on. Um... Well, I am here today with uh, with uh, author uh, Chuck Tingle, author of the Tingleverse, the official Chuck Tingle role playing game. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on the show. Uh, the Full Metal RPG crew is a big fan of your game. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I will say thank you so much for even t- playing the dang game. I, when I when I was writing it, I did not even know. If a, if a single dang person would read, besides maybe Sun John and his buds, because they said, oh, Chuck, we'll, we'll read your dang book. But it was a, uh, I was, I spent a long time in a lonesome way in the dark as a single man writing a single book. And uh, it was a grueling experience. And not to know that someone else has even listened and, and read and enjoyed, that fills my heart with joy. So I appreciate this way very much. Thank you. Well, thank you. So why don't you uh, tell us about um, about the process of writing the book? Uh, what inspired you to write a role-playing game based on the Tingleverse? Well, I will say that uh, I-, I have been fan of roles playing way. I do not play very often, but Sun John plays all the dang time. Um, and him and his buds have a game uh, named of Dungeons and Dwellers. And they play down at the kitchen table on some nights and... Uh, as man name of Chuck, who stays upstairs mostly. So when they went out there and they're hacking in town, I, I got to trot on down and check out what's going on. So I come down and I drink my chocolate milk and I they say, 
Uh, you can listen in, uh, man of uh, Chuck, and you, you go. You can come and sit down and listen to this tale. This tale unfold of the dragon in the dungeon. And so I listen, and I become fascinated with this way. And now I, I just listen along. But I will, I will say that I go down and I, I, I get invested in the story of the dang game. And so uh, I think that I have become a fan in this way. Uh, and they have let me play a few times, but mostly it has just been as a watcher, and I enjoy uh, seeing the story unfold with uh, friends. Wow, that's excellent. And that's the most important part of role-playing, is enjoying it with your friends, right? I think so. I hope that in the way of the Tangleverse, that was what was captured in the rules. But I think that uh, generally, yes, I, I will say that... Uh, and it's all about uh, just uh, sitting around the table with buds and uh, playing the game and having fun and and uh, living in another way that uh, that you could only dream of. It's like a collective uh, good dream between buds, I think. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, when you sat down and you were like, I'm going to... Because there were so many things you could have chosen to do with the Tingleverse, but you chose to do the role-playing game. What was the process that went into beginning and starting it and, and, and exploring that new style of writing? Well, I, I will say, um, when you think about uh, Tingleverse and uh, Message of Chuck and all my way of what I create, uh, there, there, there's a lot of dang options that I could have uh, gone with. And I, I think first option is probably not to, to think, Oh, this um, this uh, buckaroo who talks about uh, love all the dang time. He's gonna make a game where you battle monsters, and uh, but I think reason for that is man name of Chuck is because uh, I was thinking about the experience of sitting around with buds at a table playing a role playing game, and if you have a game about uh, loving and pounding and all those ways, I think that that makes for a, an unpleasant experience in a practical way. With buds, and that's just the way to make uh, buckaroos uncomfortable, and that was the last dang thing I wanted to do. So I kind—I think I, I wanted to stay away from uh, all the pound nature of the Tingleverse and think, well, maybe I could talk about my own life, talk about uh, what I do when I battle uh, the Void, and all those ways. And there's plenty of layers of the Tingleverse to go through, so maybe there's one that you can battle the Void, and it will be a kind of fun game in that way. And then we don't go, then we go, don't gotta make anyone feel bad or feel uh, uncomfortable when they're talking with their friends that was the biggest concern i think that's amazing that's really interesting to hear um i love the consideration that went into that uh when when uh you sat down to write the mechanics for the dice like how the dice are rolled and what um the outcomes would be where did you take your inspiration for that well, there, there, there were certain ways. I understand the way of Dungeons and Dwellers has five dang additions. And then, <laughs> and I know that uh, when uh, Sun John and his buds play, they play edition name of Second Edition. And they're, 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 so I understand that their way is uh, of old timers, I believe. And uh, so I think the rules that I know of uh, roles playing games are kind, kind of dang complicated but have a certain amount of charm. But I thought, uh, how am I going to make something that you you can uh, make a reference in the heart of this old-time way, but also make it slightly easier? So I thought that um, came up with System for Battles that I thought was easy if you just kind of add ways. I think it is the uh, way name of Thacko, 
but slightly changed to make it all adding instead of subtracting and uh, make it, uh, and say, uh, well, it comes about in ways of just adding dang numbers together. I thought it might have made it easier, but uh, I also have a unique way and heck, uh, maybe I made it harder. I don't know. But I think that one thing that I did uh, make easier was skill checks because uh, <laughs> that was a way to use uh, the what I think are house rules of Sun John. And that, that is, in his old-timey books, you got a lot of dang percentages and a lot of dang things saying, oh, if you're this strong, you can lift this many dang pounds. And for me, I thought, well, you, you already got a number right there. You got your uh, 18 score right there saying you're strong. Why not just roll the old uh, dang 20-sided dice and then say, well, if you're above, uh, if you're 18 or above, then you then, then you'll lose. And if you're below 18, then you win because the higher your score, the better you do. I thought that just makes heckin' sense. And you don't gotta go back and look through dang books and read about uh, how many pounds that equals or any way of that. Uh, that makes perfect sense because that's one of the things people have always kind of disliked about Dungeons and Dragons is the way that, that you roll up those those stats and then you don't use them for anything the only thing that's important is the modifier so yes i uh, want to i think my i understand way of modifier in a technical sense but i thought this is about having fun with your buds I, I, that's kind of complicated just let them use the dang number and don't worry about the dang modifier that's excellent that's excellent i love it so um then we have uh, in the monster section we have all these great monsters that i love and i love reading about them and they have uh, some great art next to them, too. Did you do the art? Yes, yeah, so that, that is my way of a drawing man. And it took, took a dang while. I did not know if you have it, but I, I also have done Monster Guide uh, that has 101 other monsters. And uh, I will say, uh, drawing that many dang monsters is a tiring way. <laughs> That's um, a lot to draw. I do not have Monster Guide yet, and uh, I I wasn't able to get it in time for the show because uh, we put the show together pretty quick. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the Monster Guide. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. You're, you're doing. You're. This is. I'm so honored to be here. I do not mean to just jump on in and say it, but that's such a kind way that you have had with me so far, and thank you very much. So I think that when you get your book, you'll have a good time. But that that's a okay. You, you're already. You already uh, proven love in so many ways already. Well, thank you for saying so, and I'm really excited to get the book because I think that uh, me and my friends we will have a really good time playing the game. Uh, a lot of people here in Phoenix, Arizona, which is where the uh, show takes place, uh, are very excited about the game and really excited to uh, get together and play it and to help prove that love is real by playing the game. Um, so, what 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 way do you hope? that when people interact with the game, they will find that love is real. Well, I think that, that, that you, you can prove love is real in all kinds of dang ways. And one of those dang ways is just uh, just having fun with your buds. I think that, that as I was saying before about not wanting to make a game uh, just about pounding buds, I think that, that, that by nature of uh, roles playing games around the table, uh, something like Dungeons and Dwellers or any other way, uh, that's already dang proven love. Just because you're battling with dang swords and uh, swords and bows and arrows, dang, and you're having this fight, that's not a real fight. It's a fight in your dang imagination, and you're working together as a team and having this time you can look back on and spread in joy in your own way. And I think that when you think about a way that uh, 
Dungeons and Dwellers was handled back in the day. People, uh, people coming out of the dang woodwork saying, oh, that's for devils and scoundrels. I think they're, 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 that's a bad rap that has no way of truth at all. And in reality, it's just a game about uh, teamwork. And it's a game about uh, helping each other when one is down, working together, and uh, going out and uh, solving uh, problems in, in, in a world that needs uh, problems solved. And there ain't nothing better than that. That's the best way to prove love. So you, you just prove it by going on an adventure. That's what it's all about. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, have you and uh, your friends, your buds, been able to play the game and, uh, and, and, and feel how it works? Like, what uh, What experiences have people brought back to you about the games that they have played? Dang, I, I, I think I lost your way. You said, have we been able to play the game? Yeah, yeah. What what, what have people brought back to you? Like, uh, has has uh, Son John and his buds played the game and told you about how they feel about it, about what they were able to do with it? Well, I can't trust a dang lick of, lick of anything they dang say to me because they, all they ever... They, they're going to tell me this. I did a good job anyway. So I will say that... Uh, <laughs> As, a, as an anonymous man, it's kind of hard to go out and find r- real opinions of buds because they're just going to tell me it's fun times. And uh, and that's okay. That's that's what they do is uh, send John and, and his buds. Of course, they're going to look out for their dang family. But I, I think that uh, I think that I've seen reviews on uh, dang, uh, dang Amazons.com. And uh, when I looked at uh, that way, that uh, that I have seen that uh, that everyone seems to give it say five stars way up. When then I think that, that that I thought, dang, that makes my heart sing because I think I think that has proved love. And I also think that if you like the Tingleverse or or Man Name of Chuck, even if you don't want to play the dang game, I think it's kind of a fun thing to have to look through the rule book and just understand the Tingleverse more. That that's a fun way to enjoy it too. So either way, I think that uh, Buckaroos are liking it a lot. And I agree. I think it's a really fun book to look through and to interact with. And I think it's really fun to read about the Tingleverse and uh, some of the the scary creatures that live there, um, like Reverse Twin from from Fo- Frozen Lake, for instance. Yes, um, I, I, and and also I have seen reviews that have said. Um, Hey, even if you don't uh, play the Chuck game, uh, check out this book and check out the, the Monsters in Hero and Monster Guide. And uh, you can uh, kind of adapt them for your own games of Dungeons and Dwellers or any other uh, role-playing game that you play. So I think that it maybe it even serves as a good uh, inspiration book, too. That is really true. That is 100% true. Like, on some level, this game has a lot in common with, with what they call OSR games. And you could definitely use this for your OSR game. Well, what is, what is OSR game? Can you explain what is that way? Oh, they call it um, old school role playing. Old like, and it just means games that are kind of like the ones like uh, Sun John plays, where it's uh, it, they're based on older versions of Dungeons and Dragons. And there's a lot of those games out right now. I and think that I made it on accident, and I think you're probably dang right. I guess that's what it is. That's amazing. I love that. I love that so much. Um, you're currently working on the Animate Objects book. Is that right? Yes, I'm doing a living object expansion in in a world of the Tingleverse. When I write a Tingler, a short uh, story that gives a sharp tingle down the spine of erotic ways, uh, there are four types of uh, creatures in the Tingleverse besides humans. There are dinosaur, Bigfoot, living object, and unicorn. And when I was writing a Tingleverse rulebook, 
I started writing uh, different uh, different uh, types that you could ha to that you could be. And I, when I got to living object, I just thought, dang, that's those too dang many. That's all the objects in the world. So I'm gonna say that if you buy the main book, you can be human or unicorn or Bigfoot or dinosaur. But uh, but I'm gonna have to make an expansion later for living objects if 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 this does dang well, because there's gonna be so dang many to cover. So I, I put that one on hold, but now that the dang book is doing so heckin' good, I'm starting to write about living objects now. Because you were up there, like, uh, when it first released, you were up there with Dungeons & Dragons, right? You were up there on the top sellers for I, I was. I, I, I will say, I outsold it on my first release day. And that made me proud, Buckaroo. I bet. That is uh, definitely something worth being proud of. I mean, I think it's a revolutionary role-playing game. Um... Do you think that, uh, or I guess I should rather, rather, what what uh, future books do you have planned, or do you have any planned? Oh yes, I, I have a. Well, it depends on you if uh, Buckaroos keep playing and enjoying it. But so far, so dang good. But after after a way of living object handbook for uh, different playable living objects, I would like to do a Voidal Monster Guide which is a monster guide that only applies to the creatures of the dang void. And then I would like to do City of Devils expansion, which is a, which is a name of a Holly's Wood to some buckaroos. And as a, that, I think that that would be a good place uh, to run games and then have uh, special monsters and different types and uh, different trots that you can add to your game. So I will say I very much enjoy uh, writing these uh, books, even though they make my headache with all the numbers. But I enjoy them, and uh, and I'll, I think I will keep making more. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for both the Creatures of the Void book and for the City of Devils book. I used to live in the City of Devils, and so let me tell you, I'm very excited for that. Thanks, so you know um, all about the devil way there. Oh, I do indeed. I do indeed. It's uh, It can be very difficult at times. I, I have uh, visited this way because I have gone on some big-time shows and so sometimes I go there, go down there, and uh, Sam Rand, who helps me with my internet ways, goes. Uh, he's uh, he lives there. So sometimes me and just son John have gone, and I will say that uh, it is not as devilish as the name, but uh, but I do understand where the name comes from. I I hear you. I hear you hundred percent. Do you have any? Do you think you might someday do a Billings source book all about Billings? Well, I think that uh, in general. Uh, examples in the uh, in the main book, uh, I think that they have referenced a uh, way of Billings um, probably enough already. I would say the most monster god monsters are around um, Billings or Montana, so I think that it's pretty pretty well covered. So I think that uh, if you were making game of uh, Chuck, you're probably starting in Billings anyway. Uh, so if I did another one with many, many Billings uh, monsters, it would probably just uh, just be say, uh, this is just a guide, monster guide part two, because it's uh, it's already pretty Billings centric. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Now, um, our patrons uh, for the show have some questions for you. Is it okay if I read you some questions? I would love this way. Yes. Oh, okay, great. Well, um, uh, our friend uh, uh, Richie Buzzkill wants to know what is the secret to writing amazing titles 
Oh, dang. That's a dank question for all, all artistic ways. Uh, this is if you have a book title or dang song title or other way. Because I think people, uh, a lot of buckaroos, they, they hear uh, uh, books uh, by the name of Chuck, World's Greatest Author, think, dang, that's a good title. And I think the key is just, just tell them what it's heckin' about. So if you say, well, this, uh, this dang book is about a uh, butt that pounds itself, then you say, I'm not going to try to get fancy here. I'm going to call it Pounding in the Butt by my own butt. And if you, this, if you have a book about an uh, invasion of uh, space raptors, you don't call it My Lonely Day on the Moon. Well, I changed my mind. That's a good title. So, but you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't call it something like Lunar. That, what the heck's that about? Called thing Space Raptor Butt Invasion. <laughs> Tell them what it's about, buddy. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then uh, our friend Jared uh, writes in, and he wants to know, uh, what is your favorite trot out of the core book, out of the core Tingleverse book? Dang, that's a good way. Uh, let me think about this. I think that uh, I, think that I enjoy... Uh, Probably a true buckaroo the most because that is a uh, one I most relate with and how I try to live uh, live my life. I think that was controversial uh, controversial uh, trot because uh, because when I was writing uh, this book, I thought if this is a completely uh, non-violent way of playing, uh, then uh, then is anyone gonna want to play a character that can only heal buckaroos and can't fight them? But we're almost done. I just have one more question for you. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear. Do, do you want me to answer the last one, or is that good enough? No, no, that was great. Okay, I, I do not envy your way of an editing man. <laughs> uh, trust me, I am gonna cherish this audio always. This is a this is a big day for me. Um, so m- my last question for you, Chuck, is uh. Uh, are you? Do you know what the what the Ennies are? Have you heard of the Ennies? I have not. What is this way? The Ennies are uh, the role playing game industry's uh, greatest award, and they give they give it out every year to the best games that were made. And uh, at Full Metal RPG, we're really in love with uh, the Tingleverse, and so I am going to do the the most that I can in my power to 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 uh, nominate. The Tingleverse for an any. So if uh, dang, uh, that is a kind way. Thank you for putting that out onto the onto the the realities that make up this timeline. I will say, I I think that you prove loaf so much in your way, and and all. It sounds like uh, these listeners of this big time show do too. And I think that it is so kind. I've ho- I've always had a unique way, and I think that it sometimes can be easy to hear a uh, hear a unique way and think, oh well, that, that just doesn't uh, make any heckin' sense, or that's just some jokester way. That, I'm not gonna take this serious. And I think that it takes a special uh, buckaroo with a lot of heart to look beyond that and look inside and think, no, this uh, this is something that is done uh, to prove love and with heart. And I made the game name of the Tingleverse with uh, a lot of. Uh, deep heart and uh, deep thought and i think it is so kind of you to take the time to notice that and it says a lot about your way well thank you so much for saying so thank you for so much for saying so so we're gonna we're gonna try and get the tingleverse nominated and i'm and we're gonna try and get it to win and i'm gonna keep emailing you and letting you know what happens came in the dang loop i'll come come back on the big time show and we can, oh, that would be great! I'll come yeah. back on the show, and we, then we can uh, pop a dang uh, bottle of chocolate milk when it gets nominated, and when we're all big-time winners! 
Excellent, excellent. Is there a big uh, is there a big time award show or is it just an online way? No, no, there is a big time award show and it is on uh it is on the Friday of the first week in August in Indianapolis and I am going to keep on I mean I, this is I, I I'm gonna heck and go if I if I'm nominated I'm gonna, what? if I'm nominated I'm gonna heck and be there. I might be there with, oh with a God, big I'm gonna be there and wear a big suit. Yes, yes. Okay, great. Well, everybody who listens to Full Metal RPG, you heard it here. We got to get the Tingleverse nominated. We got to get the Tingleverse to win the Any for Best Role-Playing Game 2019. Chuck Tingle, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for your kind words. We really appreciate all the time that you took to be on the show today. Thank you for having me. You, you have proved so much that love is real, and I would like to say to all listeners as I go, and, and also to you, that... that, that you have so much power to prove love is real on this timeline and the next. And with your way of playing uh, these uh, games of a different role, I think that you should know that uh, that you are really spreading joy to all your buds. And next time you play your game, when you sit down at the dang table, look around and take a moment to say, you know what, this means a lot to me. And I think that, uh, that uh, you mean a lot to me in your way. And I'm so glad that we're proving love together. And then uh, give them a pat on the back because uh, this is a good community that I think I think it proves love so much and it, and it goes unsaid sometimes. So maybe next time you play, just sit down and say, hey, you mean so much to me and you prove love is real in your way. Words to live by. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for saying that. Yes. That was wonderful. I will. I hope that everybody listens to Full Metal RPG does too. Dr. Chuck Tingle, thank you so much for being on the show. Everyone... Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. With Dr. Chuck Tingle. Uh, if, I know it's kind of a shorter episode for you guys, but uh, a lot of it ended up getting cut out as we were having like a lot of uh, internet connectivity issues, as I'm sure you kind of heard. I left some of it in to the show because uh, Chuck Tingle is just such an amazing guy, and just his way of being is just, is just so like amazing and kind of charismatic that uh, I wanted people to get a sense of who he is as a person. And uh, to me, that seemed like the best way to do it. But we did end up losing a lot of footage just because it was like, uh, um, or a lot of audio rather, just because they, um, either my internet wasn't working or his internet wasn't working. Uh, but uh, I still thought it was a great interview. I had a great time. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Consider checking out the Tingleverse. And uh, we have lots more content coming up for you as we kind of roll into our fall break. We're very busy through November, so thank you, as always, for listening to Full Metal RPG. If you want to have the opportunity to ask creators questions in advance of the show so that you can have your curiosity sated, become a member of our Patreon, find out who's coming on the show, be able to ask them questions in advance. It's a great way to interact with some of your favorite authors, creators, designers, and other members of the game world intelligentsia. Like I said, we have so much coming up in November, and then next year our schedule is incredibly aggressive for Full Metal RPG. So consider it. Consider it, cultists. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs>